Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. September 27, 2019, the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal edition. The reason we named it this edition for this episode is that all of our stories come from the Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal. It's a great online resource for all things corruption, ethics, and compliance. First up, uh, an article entitled Darfur Victims Allege BNP Paribus Helped Prop Up Sudan's Regime. Uh, Human rights groups representing survivors of the Dafar genocide filed a criminal complaint in France alleging that the French bank provided financial services that propped up the Sudanese regime. Four years ago, Europe's largest listed banks by asset agreed to pay nearly $9 billion and plead guilty to violation for sanctions involving Sudan, Iran, and Cuba. Now, uh, Paradise Paribas acknowledged that regional banks have processed more than $20 billion in financial transactions linked to uh, government agencies in Sudan. However, the Sudanese victims never received any money. So now they have filed their own criminal complaint uh, on this issue. Um, Should the Fed be required to detail its cybersecurity provisions? Well, one representative, uh, GOP Rep. Patrick McHendry has introduced a bill requiring the central bank to report on its security provisions. Um, uh, The legislation would compel the Fed to report annually to the House and Senate Banking Committee on detailed points regarding cybersecurity. The legislation would ensure that Congress is read in on the Fed's countermeasures and cybersecurity readiness. The Fed's Office of Inspector General reviewed the bank's central bank's information security, and the report found that while the Fed had certain protections in place, such as multi-factor authentication and staff training, it lacked full oversight over its technology and security purposes. So let's hope the Fed is safe. Next up, uh, Ericsson, the Swiss, tel- Swiss Swedish telecom equipment maker, says resolution of its criminal and civil probes by the U.S. authorities for FCPA bribery and corruption violations is being finalized, and they have set aside $1.23 billion for a potential settlement. The chief executive of the company said he regretted the company had not responded earlier to an inquiry from the SEC that resulted in this reserve. While the financial penalties we face are severe, a move towards closure with the U.S. authorities is critical, said CEO Alcom. We will continue to foster a culture of integrity, responsibility, and accountability. The company has gotten into FCPA trouble as far back as 2013 with the SEC and the Justice Department launched a probe in 2015. It wasn't until 2016 that the company even finally got around to uh, actually trying to improve its compliance and ethics program. So not only do you have um, probably non uh, a failure to self-disclose, but obviously failure to cooperate and definitely failure to remediate during the pendency of an investigation. Uh, this has no doubt led to part of the high penalty, but uh, we'll have to see the specific allegations. It involves China, Indonesia, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Vietnam, and perhaps uh, some other countries as well. And finally, in managing ESG risks, you have to look beyond the quarterly statement, the Zurich CEO says. 
Mark, Mario Greco stressed the importance of having a long-term viewpoint when dealing with ESG matters. Of course, this is antithetical to uh, many in the market who want immediate uh, returns and are driven by quarterly numbers. So one more reason for the uh, statement on the purpose of a business roundtable to move to the fore uh, to help have a longer-term view of capital growth. Hope you'll check out my latest uh, addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, The Walden Pond with Vincent Walden. It's a great new podcast. Check it out on the Compliance Podcast Network.